It's time now for 15 Minutes of Faith, practical application of God's timeless truth for today, with your host, me, Pastor Jeremy Byler of Harvest Baptist Church in Bay City, Michigan. So let's get started with 15 Minutes of Faith. Sometimes it's time to step up, other times it's time to step in. Thank you so much for joining us today for 15 Minutes of Faith. We're looking at the series Ministry at Work, impacting the workplace for Christ one opportunity at a time. And we are in the book of Daniel, chapter number three. What has happened is Nebuchadnezzar has decided to build a large tower, a large statue of his likeness that everyone will have to bow down to. He's making this decree. And remember, Nebuchadnezzar was one that had just seen God at work in his life through the servant Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar had said, yours is a God of gods. And he actually bowed down to Daniel, which obviously is not something desirable. But nonetheless, that's what happened. And we thought maybe, maybe we had gotten Nebuchadnezzar's attention and that he was going to turn the right way and begin moving forward, and this is going to be revival in his life, and everybody's going to turn their way towards God and serve the one true God, but no. We see that he's setting up this decree in Daniel chapter 3 that everyone is commanded to do what? In verse number 5, it says that, What time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image, that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, has set up. And we see that creates a serious problem for someone that is a follower of God. We know that in this time that they would only have what is known as the law and a portion of the the book of the Bible. They don't have the entirety of it as we do today. They had enough in regards to the instruction that God had given them, whether it be in the Levitical law or in the book of Deuteronomy, which is really just a second telling of the law, especially the Ten Commandments, where thou shalt have no other gods before me, shall not make a graven image, and to only bow down to the one true God. And here they are, right in the face of that, Nebuchadnezzar saying, no, bow down to me. And not only that, not only does he give the command to bow down to him, but look what happens if they don't. Look at verse number six. It says, And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And there's a challenge. And that's what we're going to look at today. Now again, what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are facing is probably a lot more serious than what you or I are going to face in the workplace. I I say probably because I'm sure there are some areas in the world uh, where people are forced to to do things at the sake of their life. Right now, I think about a nation of North Korea. There, if you see a picture or a likeness or an image of what they call the dear leader, uh, you are to bow down to it. I often thought about that, what a Christian ought to do. Perhaps uh, right now an American could not go over there and be a missionary in North Korea. But if they were to be over there, what would what would a Christian do in regards to doing that? Because if you don't bow down to that image, uh, you can be put in prison. And it's, it's bad, and it's going to be a, uh, a false imprisonment for something that obviously is against their law, but it's 
something that we would regard as insignificant, and then getting out is no easy task. You're at their whim. But here they are now, and whatever we may be facing in our workplace, there may come a time uh, where there's something that is decreed or a statement that is made that is contrary to the Word of God. Now, careful. Careful. It's not contrary to our opinion of the Word of God. We are to not manipulate and twist scriptures to create a false offense, then therefore take a false stand in accordance to the word of God. This is a direct contradiction of God's word, and that's where you need to be careful. And I'm not saying that these situations don't exist, but sometimes we get in the flesh and we get a little overzealous, and maybe sometimes we... We look into Scripture a little too deeply and maybe through it into some things we want to interpret into it and then kind of make ourselves a martyr when really that's not the case. But that's between you and God and the Holy Spirit. And uh, if you find yourself in a situation where it really is black and white, uh, contradictory to the Word of God, you can follow the example of these men here and what they do. And that's what we see here as we see in Daniel chapter 3, verse number 8. It says, Wherefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said unto the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews... Whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Now, if you ask me, that's a really good testimony. (laughs) It's a good testimony that they have that they don't do any of that. And that it's so clearly understood as they are looking and watching these men as they serve God in the position that Nebuchadnezzar had appointed them. And that's one challenge we can draw from that truth. Again, remember, as a Christian, as you wear the name of Christ, uh, you will be watched. We learned that last time, is that people are looking. And sometimes they don't always have the best interest. Sometimes they're not always looking to the Christian for hope, for encouragement, for inspiration. Sometimes they're waiting for us to stumble. And when we do, they will be quick to call it out. Now, this is not a stumble by Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the eyes of God, but it is a stumble in the eyes of the world. And see, that's the idea there, is sometimes there may be something that is contradictory in the workplace. And now remember, as you've trusted in God and perhaps he's put you in a position of influence and a a position of opportunity, there may be those that are resentful towards that. And that's kind of the tone I pick up here from these men, because it seems as No sooner do they not bow down as somebody is quickly running to the king. And we see here how they respond to that. Let's jump down to verse 14. It says, Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? 
See, the challenge wasn't necessarily to the men. The challenge was to God. Did you catch that in that verse there where he says, who is that God that shall deliver you? Nebuchadnezzar is, is, is upset at their disobedience, but also it's a challenge to the God of the universe. And he's saying, listen, I've made this image because of what I have done. Bow down to this, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to throw you in there, and I, let's see if this God that you proclaim to serve will deliver you. And again, a lot of times when we see people uh, rejecting or rebelling or getting angry at the authority of God, that's who they're mad at. Uh, but they'll take it out on you sometimes, but really they're mad at God, but that doesn't mean we need to change our stand. It means we need to continue with good resolve, trusting in the Lord. Okay, And that's what we see here in verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. And what the tone is there is they're saying, this is very serious to us. This isn't something that we are taking lightly, nor should you, Christian, when you find yourself in that scenario. And that's what I'm talking about in regards to uh, trying to find an offense, heaping of offenses upon yourself in order to, to take a fabricated stand. No, they are not careful to answer this. This is a very serious matter to them. And this is what they say in verse 17. And if it be so, God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Now remember, their confidence is in God, not in themselves. This is not a situation where they're just kind of throwing caution to the wind and saying, you know what, this is the way it's going to be, and, uh, and just kind of throwing it out there. No, their trust is in God. And that's why it's important that you really understand that when it's time to take a stand, that it is based on biblical principles. And when you do, and it is firmly based on biblical principles, you are standing on the solid rock. But what's more important here is in verse number 18, and this will be our challenge for us today. Verse 18 says these three words, but if not. And here they are taking this stand. They are standing before the king, the most powerful man in the world at that time, and he is threatening to throw them into the fiery furnace. Some would suggest, well, it's just bowing down. You could bow down and not really mean it. You could just comply in your body, but not in your heart. Now, that's not, that's not what necessarily is happening here. Again, the commandment is not to bow down. Uh, yeah, they could say that they're not bowing down in their heart, but the testimony to the onlookers of the outsides, outside suggests that they're bowing down just like everybody else. And they are bowing down to a man and not to God. But nonetheless, we see here in verse 18 again those words, but if not, what do they say? Be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. They were willing to go into that fiery furnace. They were surrendering and submitting themselves unto the Lord their God and saying, you know what, he's going to deliver us, he says, but regardless, but if not, we will serve him anyways. Are you a but if not Christian? Are you a one that uh, kind of has some demands unto God that says, you know what, God, I'll serve you as long as. You know, the Bible says, Jesus says, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. But I think sometimes we flip that and we tell that to God. God, you are my friend if you do whatsoever I command you. That's not how it works. And we see here that 
they are willing to step in to the fiery furnace. And that's exactly what happens as they step into the fiery furnace and they go in. And this is not, this is something that I really love about the Bible is, you know, some would suggest or refute and say, well, they stepped into it and maybe it wasn't on, or maybe there was just a little bit of a flame in there, or maybe it's not exactly what it seems to be. No, look what happens. It says in verse number 20, he says, And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The fiery fire was so hot that it took up the men that threw them in there. They burned up. But our friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were not burnt at all. And it says there in verse number 22, Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent again, that it was so hot that it ate them up. In verse 23, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose. Walking in the midst of the fire, they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. There was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the midst of the fiery furnace with them. And you see, when the time comes, when it's time for us to step up, Jesus is there. And when it's time for us to step in, Jesus is there. So long as we're allowing him to go before us and stand before us. And that's our challenge for today is sometimes as you step up, God will ask you to step into some situations where the only resolve is to trust in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's exactly what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. They trusted in the Lord with all their heart. They leaned not to their own understandings. In all their ways, they acknowledged him. He directed their paths, and they saved him from the fiery furnace. But you know what? They didn't see the end result. They just said, we're going to trust anyways. And they said, but if not, what is your but if not moment? Think about what it is. Ask God to reveal that to you. He'll show it to you and he'll help you through it. And we'll continue on next week. I hope this was an encouragement to you today. And continue thinking about what it is God's going to have you step into. Think about your but if not moment and what it will take for you to continue to stay faithful.